We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Pride Podcast is sponsored by The D-Line, a lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit thedline.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. Thedline.com for Detroiters made by Detroiters. Brady's got it. Wants to throw from deep in the pocket. Throws deep downfield. He wants to set. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slay's got it. Coming back right side, twenty-five. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast. And today for episode 20, we got ourselves a very special guest. But before we get into our special guest, I just want to say we are running a giveaway. Stay on to the rest of the episode, and we'll give you more details on that. But I'm Tyler, also known as Lions Nation. I'm Pierre, also known as Detroit Lions fan page. I am Malcolm. I am with the Detroit Lions video page. And our special guest, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Is Oday Abushi. New Detroit Lions offensive lineman, Oday Abushi. We got a few questions for you. Pierre, you want to go ahead and start it off? Yeah, uh, Ode, happy to have you. Um, tell us a little about yourself. Who is Ode Obushi? Uh, tell us about you. Oh, appreciate you guys having me on here. Um, Ode Obushi is um, a Brooklyn born and raised uh, man. Uh, I come from a pretty big family. I'm one of 10. Um, you know, grew up playing football my whole life. Played, uh, I know it's not the biggest sport in New York, but uh, we do have a lot of athletes coming out of there. Um, right. So, grew up playing football there, and then uh, ended up playing football at the University of Virginia, in which then from there played four years, and got drafted, and kind of started my career through there. Um, but yeah, man, I'd say Oday is pretty much a family man. Got a lot of connection down in Detroit. You know, got my whole mom's side there, so familiar, pretty familiar with the whole Michigan-Detroit area, Dearborn area. Okay. Um, and, uh, and yeah. Middle Eastern side. Middle yeah, Eastern we're Middle Eastern. We're Middle Eastern. Yeah. Oh, are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Where so are you we, from? I'm from the Farmington Hills area. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'm from the uh, West Moonfield area, but um, our family is from a small village in Iraq. Okay. We're cool, Chaldeans. Cool. I don't know if you heard of that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. You guys are quite the popular ones in Detroit. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. That's, that's, that's where in, I first heard about Caldeans was in Detroit. Yep. But in Dearborn, best shawarma was there. No doubt, and, best shawarma was in Dearborn. <laughs> no question. No you're, gonna, you're gonna get your Middle Eastern fix, and you gotta go to Dearborn. Oh, no Dearborn, hundred percent. <laughs> no question. That's it. And I'm Palestinian too, so I'm hundred percent Palestinian. Okay. That's that's great, that's, man. That's awesome. Man. What's Malcolm? I didn't hear anything from Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm's actually well, not from the Michigan yeah, area. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, I actually live, I actually live in the sunny um, South Florida area. So, um, I'm just, I'm just a really, di- <laughs> I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard Lions fan. So, but I live in South Florida, man. But guess where I'm from? I'm from Brooklyn, New York, myself, man. No, no way. Where? Yeah, where, where? East, East Flatbush, man. Okay, nice. I was born and raised in Sunset Park. Nice, nice. Too far. So. So, Oday, um, did you have any favorite players growing up? Like, who was a player that you had idolizing? Um, I, I'm going to say I really idolized anybody. I mean, I didn't really know too much about football, really, until I got to, like, high school and then college. And then, for me, it, it was, you know, once once I got to college, it wasn't so much about being a fan or having idols. It was just about, you know, just following people's careers who, who played my position, you know, and, like, you know, for me, I've, I've never been the type to be a fanboy or, like, really go after people and stuff like that. But, like, I was more just interested in kind of watching my position develop over the years, you know. So, you know, and going to Virginia, my, you know, I, I watched, like, the Brickershaw Ferguson and Eugene Monroe and Brandon Alberts and, and Alan Brown and all these guys who came out of Virginia, which is why I ended up going there um, besides the education standpoint. Um, so, really, yeah, I just kind of followed, you know, Lyman's careers in general, you know, throughout the league and, you know, growing up, I was a Giants fan, so I followed, you know, a bunch of the guys on the Giants, you know, Sean O'Hara and, and David Deal and all these other guys and stuff like that. And, and that's, uh, you know, that's where really, I guess, the, the fan part of it would come in. Um, but I didn't think I have a favorite player. In all sports or that's just football itself? Did you have, like... I mean, I, I mean, I think my, if I was, you know, my, my favorite athlete right now, you know, would probably be LeBron. I look okay. Around, you know, I appreciate his greatness. I appreciate you know the route he's taken and his consistency throughout his career, and and that's you know that's what I really appreciate when I look at other athletes. Is if you know you, you got some sort of consistency as far as the level in which you play at. You know, LeBron constantly plays at a high level. He's you know he's been playing for greatness the last thirteen years. You know, as far as making the playoffs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I don't. I wouldn't say I have someone you know like that I kind of model myself after, but, you know, someone I do appreciate watching is probably someone like LeBron. Nice. So was football your favorite sport to watch growing up, or was it basketball or any other sport? Uh, no, it was football. My two other brothers played football, so we, you know, we always had football out in the house, and we're a big okay. football family. So, yeah, it was always football. All right. Wow. All right, so at what point of your life did you decide you want to play football at a professional level? And did you ever get, like, support from your family and friends? Or was there any, like, controversy, like, you know, wanting you to do something else? You know, I know sometimes those Middle Easterns could be tough a little bit, you know, wanting you oh, to yeah. go a different direction. <laughs> man, man. Uh, I, I mean, gr- growing up, I always wanted to play. I was always bigger than everybody. So every time I went to play basketball, I'd always foul out. Or if I tried to play basketball, I'd always get a Like, so every every sport, pretty much people were like, nah, man, it's not your sport. You're, you're just not built for this. So. Oh, all right. I'll go play football and go whoop on some ass and not get in trouble for it. So, <laughs> so football right. started working out for me in high school. I started playing. And, um, you know, the, the football was always fun in my family because not only just the sport was fun to watch, but, like, it always brought my family together. Like, I could remember as a kid going to my brother's college games and, 
and everybody always driving up to the games and you know watching them play and then everyone hanging out after and having dinner and stuff like that and and that's something that's always like made me love football and appreciate football so much and the fact that it always brought my family together you know and like my parents are always supportive of me you know they supported my brothers who played and they're always supportive of me but at the same time, you know, they, they always, they never let me put all my eggs in one basket. You know, they always made sure I had a plan B and plan C and that like, you know, understanding the reality of trying to get to the NFL and what that's really like and what's the probability of really doing it. But I've always had faith in myself. I'm, you know, from, from high school, I always knew I'd, I'd go play. And, and then once I got to college and, you know, I played my freshman year right away and I played well and I realized that, you know, college was easy for me. I was like, okay, like, you know, that's, you know, the NFL became more reality for me. That's an amazing story, man. That's a true inspiration right there. You know, some people like, you know, would give up on that. So I, you know, I truly respect that, honestly. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All right. So, Oday, I have three younger siblings, but you have nine siblings. How was that growing up? Uh, it was awesome, really. It's like I, I was built into a football team. I was born into a football team, if you think about it, you know, <laughs> right. including my parents. There's 12 of us. So um, it was always fun. You know, I, my family's my, my biggest value in life. You know, there's, there's nothing, you know, that I wouldn't do for them. There's nothing that I'd ever put over them. Um, you know, they've always supported me to the max and, and everything I did. But it was it was always a fun time. You know, people always ask me who my best friend is. And I always, you know, I, I named my younger brother or one of my sisters or my sibling, they're like, no, someone who's not your family. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really have that because growing up, you know, if one, if one of them was busy, there was nine other available, you know what I'm saying? Or 10 or, you know, so there was always options. And for me, you know, I, I've always, always relied on my family and, and always, and, and always cherished them. So i never really branched out outside of dealing with my family unless I had to, had to, you know? Um, but it, it was an unbelievable experience. I wouldn't trade it for a world. I think it, it's, it's what made me who I am today. And, uh, and I'm extremely grateful for that. Are you like the fourth, the fifth child? What are you? I was just I'm about like, to ask that. <laughs> I'm, 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 so I'm the baby. I'm second, I'm number nine. So at some point in our family, we just go by oh. numbers when you get half 10 kids. So I'm number nine. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Second, sec, second youngest. So you got a lot of Chris. You got a lot of Christmas gifts around that time, then. <laughs> you know, a lot of. Yeah, more, more so our Eid gifts. Eid gifts yeah. than Christmas oh, okay. gifts. But yeah. 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 Right. It, was, it was always a good time. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Oh, so, so Ode, you got a chance to play with a lot of a lot of players and a lot of coaches. What was the best advice you got? And and as far as Daryl Bevel, what makes him different with the compared to other coaches you work with? I think with, with with Bevel, I've had him in Seattle. He was my OC in Seattle um, when I played for the Hawks. So you know, he he was very open minded coach. You know, he was you know a lot of times when you're in the league, you deal with a lot of pride, and you know sometimes you don't always have the you know open line of communication between coaches and players because of you know the business of the NFL and and you know people having different little levels of status and shit like that. So um, with Bevel, I mean, you know, his door was always open. You know, he never. He's never one to, you know, try to shit on you when you're not doing right or something like that or when you mess up. You know, he's always trying to just put you in a position to do better or get you better, you know. And, and he's, you know, he's, he's when it comes to him, it's, it's constructive criticism, which which is you appreciate as a player. You know, it's maybe you not always want to hear it, but at the end of the day, it's something that's going to, you know, try to benefit you to get you better, which ultimately is going to help the team get better and help you guys go where you want to go. So I think him just being so open-minded and, and and knowing what he's doing and having the success he's had and having the Russell titles he's had and things like that, you know, you can't, you, you know, you cannot discredit him for what, 
his resume says so. Um, and I think just the line of communication and him, you know, being able to talk and, and kind of, you know, talk through things. Nice. Was was he like the deciding factor of you um, signing to Detroit as far as you wanting to play in, in Detroit or? Um, I mean, there was a few things. I mean, being familiar with the system he's going to, he's going to install is, is, was, was, a, was, a, was definitely a part of my decision, but I mean, it was really my overall visit. I took a visit there um, and, and I met with, you know, the head coach, Matt Trish, and I met with my online coach, coach Jeff and the whole organization and, you know, the G- Bob Quinn. And, you know, I just got such a good vibe from everybody, you know, and, and for me, um, sitting down and talking with, you know, coach Patricia, you know, over the years, you, you know, you just see him on the side, like he, he just looks like the reaper, like, you know, like <laughs> always, always angry, like, you know, never showing, you know, just straight face, like poker face all the way. And like, you know, you start to judge people off base, like what you've seen the last 15 years of him, you know, and then I got to sit down and talk with him and, you know, we talked for a couple of hours really of just shooting this shit and, and football and, you know, the direction of programs and, and, and where he's trying to go with it. And, and things like that. And I mean, you talk about, I came out that room, like one of his biggest fans and just the fact that like completely, completely different to what, you know, meets the eye and what people think and what people may assume of him, you know, and, and he was really a big factor in me signing with Detroit because he kept it real with me and I was able to keep it real with him. And, you know, he's a guy's guy. And, and at the end of the day, he, he wants to win and he knows how to win. And, and at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, you know? And, and at this point in my career, like, I'm trying to win and I'm trying to accomplish something bigger than myself. And, and so for someone who's been through it so many times and, and knows the recipe and knows how it goes, like, you know, you know, hats off to him, you know, I'm ready to follow his lead in, in this whole process. Nice. So I was just wondering when the legal tampering period did start on Monday, was there, you know, any other teams interested in you or was Lions one of the first teams that actually did give you a call? Um, actually, there weren't one of the first teams. I had a bunch of other teams call me and, um, and, and you know, call my agent and, and be in touch with me. And then, um, you know, the lines kind of came out of nowhere, which which I was shocked. I didn't expect them. Um, I didn't really consider them, but, uh, but they just came out of nowhere. When, you know, when they called and, you know, they made my offer and, and, you know, and I realized the situation. And then it just really clicked. You know, I have a lot of, like I said, my whole mom's side is down there in Dearborn, so I'm really familiar with the whole area there. And then I have a, uh, my sister who lives there and uh, and things like that. So and it was an opportunity for me to be closer to home. You know, last couple of years I spent my career on the West Coast, which sucked as far as being having a time difference and things like that and, and, and being you know off the East Coast schedule. Um, but, you know, I feel like everything really just, just pointed to yes, you know, and like, I knew I was going to make a decision and, until I got to meet everybody and stuff like that. And then, I mean, right after meeting, you know, with, with the staff there and, and Coach Patricia, it was it was a no-brainer for me. I knew that's probably – that's where I wanted to be. It's awesome. It's awesome. So family connections came big in the situation. Yeah, it definitely did. I think it played a pretty big part in, in my overall decision as far as being down there. It's awesome. Um so you've played for like numerous teams. What's the best advice a player has given you and who was that player? Um, I think the, the best, I mean, I've, I've played with a lot of great ones, so it's hard to kind of right. just narrow one down. You know, I played with the Brickshaw Ferguson and Nick Mangold and, you know, that's what I think the person who really opened my eye the most was last year with playing with Larry Fitzgerald, man. Like this guy, you know, for someone who's so accomplished and, you know, who, who's on the level he is for him to be, so open-minded and, and just so open a conversation with anybody, really, not just myself, whether it's uh, the coaches, the new guy, or 
whatever it may be, you know, like just hearing him speak and hearing the resources that he would give me as far as, you know, trying to deal with certain situations and, and just staying the course, you know, for me, you know, playing as this being, being my fifth team, well, a lot of it came from me not wanting to get complacent. You know, I feel like throughout my career, there was a lot of situations where people try to label me as something that I wasn't, which was like a backup. And I take pride in, 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 in not being a backup and competing for a starting job and things like that. So, you know, a lot of times I, I rubbed heads with, with a lot of, you know, coaches and stuff like as far as me trying to just accept my role, you know, and, and I understand if, if someone's better than me, then go ahead. You know what I'm saying? That's just the name of the game. You know, they right. earned it. But, you know, I wasn't willing to just take that, that label without earning it, if you will. You know, like if I got beat out clearly, then cool, I got beat out clearly. But you know, a lot of times that wasn't the situation and, and that made me, um, you know, grow a lot of thick skin and, and, you know, I had a lot of, you know, channeled energy that I need to put in the right direction. And I feel like, you know, Larry definitely helped me do that. Um, did the Lions promise you anything? You're just going to compete and see what happens. Just going to come in and compete. You know, I know they're, they're open at a few spots and, um, you right. know, I know what I could, I, what I bring to the table and what I'm capable of doing. And, you know, I have basically the conversation I've had with a lot of teams, you know, in free agency before signing with the, um, with, uh, with the lines was that I would, you know, come in and compete for a starting job. And, and, you know, that's the direction, you know, they would, they would like for me to be in and the position they like me for being. But like I said, you know, it's, it's all about competition, and, and at this point, you know, I'm just happy to be in a room in a situation where I'll be able to go in and compete without all the bullshit that comes with it, you know, the politics parts and, you know, people's draft statuses and, you know, people's favorites and shit like that. So, um, you know, that pretty much I was promised that I was going to come in and get an opportunity to compete, and, you know, that's the only thing I was really looking for. All that's right. Awesome. <laughs> that, that, that's awesome, man. Yeah. O'Day, do you know why June 5th is the best day ever? It's my fucking birthday. Nah, man. It's Wrong. It. Wait, it's my birthday, bro. It's whoa, also whoa, it's also Pierre's birthday. You guys share oh. the same birthday, guys. Who, who's older? I was born in '95, so you're older. Damn. All right, man. So clearly, it's my day. So clearly, it's my day. <laughs> I'll let you get the I'll let you get the second half of the fifth. You can have from six to twelve. Hey. Hey, Odie, how about for June 5th? We all go down to Sterling Kites. We all go to a star and go eat some Chaldean food. <laughs> oh, Cal- what's Chaldean food like? Is it? Is it's it the basically the, it's the same exact thing. You got That's the cream chop, kebab, all that good stuff. I'm I'm down to try some some of the goods. You know me, man. I'm a fat kid at heart, so I'm always yeah. going to try food. All right, gonna gonna go, we'll go. Hit us up in the DMs. We'll go. <laughs> yeah, <100%. laughs> yeah. June 5th. Well, we're planning it already. Sounds like a plan. All right, O'Day. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate you coming on on the podcast for episode 20. You know, episode 20 no is a big one for us. I appreciate uh, that, man. Appreciate yeah. you guys having me on here. Yeah, best yeah. of luck. Best of luck with you with the Detroit Lions. We wish nothing but luck on the podcast. We're all rooting you know. for you, man. Yeah, we're all rooting for you Good here. But uh, I'm Tyler, also known as Lions Nation. I'm Pierre, also known as Detroit Lions fan page. I am Malcolm. I'm with the Detroit Lions video page. And we got oh. the own Middle Eastern ourselves, O'Day Adushi. Abushi. 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 My bad. You're good, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. So, to join the March Madness Bracket Challenge, all you got to do is follow Detroit Lions fan page. You also want to follow at Detroit Lions video page and also our podcast page at Pride Podcasts. 
You're also going to want to follow underscore Lions Nation underscore and the Detroit Lions. And once you do enter, I mean, once you do actually follow us, you you are eligible to enter our March Madness Bracket Challenge. It's very easy. Just click the link in the bio at Lions Nation. Then you can click join, make your bracket. Whoever has the most points at the end of the tournament will win a shirt from the D-line. And yeah, that's about it. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah, have a good one, man. Peace out, Lions fans. All right, peace out. All right.